Hey y'all, welcome to Bookish Bitches. It's not your grandmother's book club. So grandma, if you're listening, actually keep listening because I know you like mystery novels. <laughs> um, my name is Megan. And I'm Lauren. And today we are talking about Natalie Richard's book, Seven Dirty Secrets. And it's a cute little thriller. Um, it instantly gets into like the mystery. Um, basically, it's about a girl named Cleo who on her birthday gets a mysterious note about a scavenger hunt and um, she's basically convinced that it's her ex-boyfriend Declan but Declan died as far as everybody knows Um, so she goes on this very cryptic uh, scavenger hunt with everybody that they went on the camping trip where Declan had the accident Um, and it's very clear that someone knows what really happened so she is trying to finish it with all the other people that were on the camping trip um my favorite bit, not bit, but like one of the quotes was, I know seven secrets. One caused the fall. One did nothing. One saw it all. One didn't care. One used their head. One played the hero. One was left for dead. I thought that was, that was definitely a hook. You know what I mean? I, I feel like this has a sim- that had a similar effect to how when you ring and then there were none. And it was mm-hmm. the, the 10 little... Indians or 10 little soldiers I can't remember what the current version is but yeah um how you latched onto that to start figuring things out exactly because it had that same kind of gist with uh and then there were none because of all the 10 soldiers in that poem you I immediately started trying to clue together who did what obviously def- obviously Declan was left for dead yeah obviously so that was a pretty good big clue um, but yeah, let's start off. What do you want to talk about first? So we can start with something light. So we'll talk about Connor, which is Cleo's brother, and Hope, because they were super cute, but it was also like, oh my God, just stop trying to like ignore all the signals you're giving each other or hide them because you're not doing a good job of it. Yeah. And the fact that Cleo doesn't notice until after this whole thing starts is like, Ma'am, have you not been paying attention at all? Yeah. I, so I thought Connor and Hope's like, it was so obvious they liked each other. It's just they weren't ever going to take that final step, which is fine because that wasn't the point of the book. It's literally just a novella uh, standalone. So I understood that kind of like as a filler. Um, but, um, I thought Connor was adorable. Connor was definitely adorable. The dynamic of the three of them, especially mm-hmm. when Cleo would be having this moment of like basically a mental breakdown because she felt guilty. Yeah. And she'd flash back to when her and Connor were little kids and how he took care of her. I also love that Cleo and Connor have different dads. Yeah. Um, I like that it wasn't just an atypical like sibling relationship. It's like they had different, you know, families. Yeah, and that this book, with everything else going on in it, also references and gives a a valid reason they wouldn't go to the police because throughout the book you learn, well, in the beginning you learn Connor is a black man, um, and then Aiden, who is Valerie's brother, was on probation when it happened. So it's not just the whole book screaming, why aren't you going to the police? It's like, oh, there's valid reasons they're not going to the police, and it's because of these certain things that are going on with individual characters yeah like um i believe with cleo it was uh her scholarship could have been taken away from her college um 
uh what's her name um valerie who's just trying to protect her brother um connor trying to protect hope you know yeah uh, aiden trying to protect declan it was a whole thing it was a whole dynamic of different relationships which i did appreciate and i think it does a good job of displaying like Mm -hmm. i personally i see things very black and white when it comes to situations i'm very much a tell the truth and whatever happens will happen type of person yeah but the way that their relationships are portrayed makes me see okay i understand why you're not telling the truth because yeah it doesn't just ruin your life it ruins the lives of everyone connected to you um there's definitely like an understanding because even you have a more black and white uh perspective on certain topics i have a more gray because i can see it from all angles um but in this situation you do you do see it gray because you're like i understand why you're doing it however maybe we should just ignore that and just tell the truth yeah no because what's the worst could have happened if they just immediately told the cops like hey someone broke in my place and left a note while i was in the shower um which cleo does but she doesn't realize the gravity of it she's just freaked out because someone was in her bathroom while she was showering and it's not hope which if it had been hope obviously this book wouldn't happen but it would have been okay for her because it's, it's her best friend it'd been like um, a 20 page 20 page novel did you break into my house yeah and yeah what about it you didn't like my note <laughs> that what is up? the end of it <laughs> <laughs> oh never uh, mind Ian. but kind of in going with the grayness of character actions there's a couple i really want to talk about valerie and aiden yeah um because they have the greatest actions i believe in this entire book um and then we can talk about declan and how he treats cleo because that's very black and white to me um which makes cleo's reaction also very black and white um yeah so we'll start let's start with valerie because she's more of a side character we can talk from her and then kind of go into talking about aiden so valerie was the sister valerie was the sister to aiden um aiden was very sketchy in the beginning to me because he wasn't around a lot he was extremely close to, with Declan uh, to me it seemed like a revenge kind of plot basically because that's the first thing I would go for however when it came and I know this is a sign out but I he became less sketchy to me when she started receiving phone calls from Declan that's when it got a little less sketchy for me mm-hmm. uh, about him but yeah um I like the dynamic between the siblings of Valerie and um Aiden because I can't remember who is the older one I think it was Valerie I think I get the feeling that Aiden was older but Valerie is stronger oh she was definitely stronger because she had that like big sibling complex where you have to protect your little sibling from whatever there's no exception yeah because I was given Um, the impression that Aiden was in Connor and Declan's age group while Valerie mm -hmm. was in Hope and Cleo's um But Valerie is also like this star gymnast. She's got her life on track. She knows what she wants to do. And Aiden's more in the air. He doesn't Aiden's really more aloof. And yes. he is kind of just breezing by and sticking off of Valerie. Okay. Side note, it is so jarring to talk about this because my nephew's yeah. name is Declan and my boyfriend's name is Aiden. Yeah, I was so realizing like, that. I was like, it sounds like I'm trash talking your boyfriend. Right well, now. when I was when I was Aiden's reading it and it was like Declan and then they actually described Declan and I was like that's really freaky because he has like blonde hair and like light eyes and I was like you literally just described my nephew even though he's not even two years old like that was really creepy um 
so it, it's really weird for me because I'm like, yes, keeping track of who everyone is. <laughs> the baby is... and the abusive day. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this is a little weird, but anyway. Different. Um, <laughs> um, I can understand where Valerie was coming from. From, I mean, she obviously was a bitch. Like, we, we that's her purpose of character. Like, she was like, that sucks to suck, but I got to take care of my brother. Um, I, I think it's interesting because I'm I'm the one who wrote in the notes that she's a bitch. Like I, my f- the reason I wrote that is because of the fact that Hope and Cleo are like, why are you st- why are you still friendly with us if you don't like us? And she's like, so I can show Aiden that that's what that that's possible. It's like, but why are you being fake then? Yeah, it is okay to cut people off that you don't like or that you don't feel comfortable being around, sweetie. Like that mm-hmm. is self care. Yeah. Um, so how are you going to get mad at them for not knowing that you don't like them exactly or that you don't want to be there for like you drop off and also she should have shown Aiden that she you shouldn't have fake friendships and just being fake all the time I thought that was kind of annoying because like yeah if you if you just get you know I don't know what's the freedom like uh separate from your friends because of toxicity there's nothing wrong in that you can find more friends and that's a lesson he needed to learn because yeah going into our next point um the whole reason that Aiden is even involved in this whole master scheme that's going on as lightly as he is involved is because he glorifies who Declan is and he even is aware of the abusive Cleo but he puts Declan up on this pedestal for whatever reason because there's nothing really that fantastic or amazing about him yeah um but he creates this toxic almost codependent relationship with Declan which Valerie if she's so hell-bent on showing him that there are healthy relationships and friendships she should not be being fake and should be showing him what a healthy relationship actually looks like so side note to this conversation um completely called Bennett from the get-go completely called it But it was a character that was missing throughout the entire book. He was Cleo's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, He was gone away on some college visitation. And I know you can't see me air quoting, but I am air quoting that. Um, And he was kind of aloof and he was like missing. So he was never like suspect, but I was like, you sus shit. Um. (laughs) I didn't think necessarily that he knew, but I thought he was up to some shit. I thought he was either cheating or he, or let me rephrase that. I didn't think necessarily that he was responsible, but I thought mm-hmm. that he might have known what was going on, um, like how uh, Aiden knew. Mm-hmm. Um, or I thought he was just out there cheating and we were going to find out that, you know. I didn't think cheating would fit into the plot line quite as much because what's going to happen? She just decided to break down. No more scavenger. But I or, definitely called him having some aspect into all of this. I didn't. I was. I can't remember what. I was thinking I think I thought of you know Bennett could be his brother and the phone calls were just you know mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna say full credit because I can't really quite remember but I knew he was such a shit in my mind the cheating was like he could have been cheating but the person responsible might have been a female who I don't know it was involved with Declan somehow mm-hmm. sought clue out was like I'm not just gonna fuck with you I'm gonna destroy your life type thing so mm-hmm. I was thinking in that aspect of like he's acting really sketchy he's clearly not as perfect as he seems to be because he's he's lying to her but it was strange to me that valerie was the one who clocked that he had lied about where he was yeah but yeah 
I just wanted to put that side out, no, out there because Bennett was that character that we didn't see a lot, but he ended up being very important at the end. Um, still as fucked up as Declan, but still. There is, this is such a random side note, but it is connected to this character trope of like the really doting boyfriend <laughs> turns out to be, you know, involved. Yeah. The newest Scream movie that they did. Um, I watched it with my mom because I was like, you want to watch this? We were bored. So <laughs> the whole premise is that the main female character is Billy Loomis's daughter, mm-hmm. who her mom was a teen mom. She had her and then she had another daughter and her little sister gets attacked and she and her very loving boyfriend go back to the town uh, where all of the Scream movies happen. Spoiler alert, even though it's been out for like a year. <laughs> Turns out the boyfriend was involved. It was help facilitating her coming back because they wanted to him and his partner wanted to kill Billy Loomis's daughter and bring it full circle. Yeah. So in theory, it should have been throwing more red flags because I've seen this trope before. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, Ben is just being really sketchy and weird. And like, I yeah. hope that he's actually who he says he is. And like, she has a happy ending. I'm sus of men in general. So I immediately, if you're... Yeah. And that's my tactic trait. I'm just immediately sussy. I'm like, hmm, I bet that's where you were. You're, you are more straightforward about it. I'm more side eye and like hoping for the best, but I'll watch you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nah, don't play. I don't play me. Just don't play me. I know what you will do. Yeah. It might not be murder, but I bet you buy a Noah home McDonald's. <laughs> I don't know why I said that like that. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. Declan. Let's talk about Declan for a little yes. bit. Yes. Let's. Um, unpack him because there's a lot to unpack bpd who <laughs> what you say <laughs> i said bpd who yeah come on now um declan was extremely abusive to chloe and she became a victim of domestic violence and she tried to hide it from everybody and i but everybody saw it yeah that's my issue is everyone saw Even what was going brother. on connor picked up on it last he found out last because he found out when they were going to do the whitewater rafting yeah. So he found out the day that De- Declan died. I could My remember. issue is that Hope knew was the one who took her to the hospital mm-hmm. and didn't say anything until the whitewater rafting trip. Like, if she had said, and she does explain, like, I thought it was over. I thought that time was it. But those things like that, as we learned with It Ends With Us, do not happen in isolated moments. Yeah. They're it's patterns. little bit by little bit it increasingly gets worse and you keep pushing it off saying no it was just a, it was just a shove it was just a slap it was just a kick. yeah and i get hope not saying anything to cleo's parents because her parents are absent to begin with um which i do uh, want to talk about yeah. a little bit i but... definitely appreciate the fact that she saw him pushed in the water did nothing i like i and that's not a black and white thing to say, but it's definitely a great thing like hmm, he was extremely abusive well he was trying to kill her so yeah it, at that point it wasn't even abuse it was attempted murder so yeah. i'm not saying i'd do the same thing but i'm not sure i wouldn't yeah i i i would never i would never not going on the record saying i you know i yeah, agree not on record but, i um, would never <clears throat> i would never try to hurt a human being that was trying to kill me and also i love the fact that Connor says it because no one was going to say it about about the whole way that it goes down. Cleo's like, I killed him because I pushed him in. 
And Connor's like, you can't swim. What were you going to do? Jump in and drown with him? Yeah. Like, I appreciated him being that realistic about it because there literally was nothing she could have done. She can't swim. What you were going to do? Float down the river with him? Yeah, he likely, honestly, the way it was going, he probably would have tried to use her to get out of the water and As drown in the process. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ugh. But yeah, Declan, I hated from the beginning. I was very happy to hear that he wasn't alive in the end. And it was just Bennett orchestrating all this with Aiden's help and, you know, Aiden feeling bad at the end of it. Um, but yeah, fuck Declan. Um, it's also yeah. interesting and a little refreshing to have a villainous character just be a villain. Yeah. A lot of these, a lot of these days, you know, the villain uh, women are trying to like, because especially run by women, they'll romanticize the actions. Like I saw this thing on TikTok where it was telling me about a book and I hated that it ended up on my 40 page and it was telling me about how a guy literally like broke a girl's leg so she couldn't leave him. And then people were trying to romanticize it. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's even like- Someone said, do they heal though? (laughs) What? I was like, what? I don't know what that little like quack noise I made was, but it was valid. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I'm in some dark shit, but like that, no, nah, ma'am. I, I, no. And even in the general sense of like the villain trope now, okay, I love my Lokis. I love my Bucky Barnes, yeah. but they are villains that have a validating backstory. It was yeah. kind of nice to have Declan just be an asshole because he was an asshole. Yeah, no, I didn't want to really hear about his trauma and like childhood or anything. I don't I didn't need justification I just needed like he's a bad dude I would have liked to see more about Bennett slash Sean's background yeah um to see why he even or even if he had given us a hint of why his brother who they hadn't seen each other in years and he came and did all of this for him like because they're clearly both fucked up in the head but I would have loved to see more about not only where Sean was when all of this was happening, when Declan was dating Cleo, but what drove him to do all of this. Because it's one yeah. thing to say, I have video of someone killing my brother. It's another to do this. Mm-hmm. It was oddly strange. Yeah, I... Talking about the, the ending a little bit, um, I was honestly kind of disappointed with the end of this book. Yeah, it was a cliffhanger I didn't really need. I yeah the cliffhanger and I just wish it wasn't like and he had a brother like okay Mm -hmm. like if he if they'd been like and he had a gay lover I'd have been like okay shit here we go we'll see (laughs) like you know what I mean like if Bennett had been his you know his one Mm -hmm. true love or some shit I would have been like yes but the whacking the brother card on the table I was like okay yeah he's a quick it didn't really hit right yeah a book the book is a quick read that moves kind of slow and then for the climax to be that disappointing it was like well all right Mm -hmm. yeah it didn't hit right for me yeah and i also wish like in reference to how you're saying the cliffhanger i just wish we knew if anything actually comes of this or if she's just traumatized yeah i i mean i i'm about to read one of her other books called five total strangers mm-hmm. hoping it's not like a cliffhanger situation we got going on here um because i would have liked to know if anything came out of it in the end i get it they're like they all tell the truth they go to the police station they give their statements you know 
and you know Cleo's at this point saying like accepting whatever happens she might get go to college her scholarship might be taken away she might end up going to jail I didn't I just needed a little clarification like yeah you were totally just and you're not at fault yeah and that's the thing is like it makes almost a jarring cut from when the police show up and save them to when they're sitting there about to give the the statement and it's like okay so Mm -hmm. how much do the cops already know yeah like was their investigation open did any of this like clue them in like yeah is there repercussions for any of them puzzle fit together yeah i also loved that you didn't tell me this was set in ohio and i was reading it and i was like wait what and then she said michigan state and i was like wait what (laughs) yeah yeah I thought that was actually kind of interesting. I forgot about that a little bit. Um, so I made a comment about it to my sister, I think, when yeah. I started reading it. There's a book set in Maryland, actually near where I live, um, I think called The Red Kayak. And it's it's like a middle school level book. Mm-hmm. But it's been a, a long time since I read it. But basically, this kid's friend drowns, if I'm recalling correctly. Let me, let me look it up because I'm going to... It's going to bother me if I can't, if I'm talking completely <laughs> wrong. Oh, it is called The Red Kayak. Okay, so I'm doing pretty well so far. So first published in 2004, tells the story of a teenager who feels partially responsible in the death of a three-year-old. Um, and it's, it's a mystery kind of like this. Um, definitely a, a lower reading level, but. But still, it's like a, intro- a good introduction to mystery novels. Yeah. Um, it's always a little more interesting when you're like, oh, wait this takes place in 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 places i can identify Uh, exactly it's actually it hits more home you're like huh i think i know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah i also in my head i was a little i realized how long i'd been living in ohio when i saw michigan state and i was like go buckeyes in my head oh my god (laughs) i'm glad we got you over the dark side my family will be thrilled it was one of those involuntary thoughts that I was like, all right, well. Yep. Oh, wait. No, I'm oh, not wait. doing it. I'm not doing it. Come on. No. <laughs> She's a bug guy fan, folks. <laughs> um, but do you think she actually ends up going to college or do you think it just, she loses her scholarship and it's fucked? Uh, great. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think, I, I want her, to, in my head, how I'm going to picture the ending. She ends up going to college. She puts this behind her. She has a healthy relationship with her therapist and doesn't take shit from any man ever again. That is how I'm going to picture in my head how it went because Cleo a badass name. Yeah. Gotta be a badass girl. That's true. And I, I I'm hope- stuck with Megan. <laughs> no one shakes in their boots to Megan. <laughs> I just hope that Connor and Hope end up together in a functional long-term relationship yeah. and not like a we were attracted to each other for so long and then we got together and we were like oh this is awkward you know what I mean I know exactly what I mean <laughs> and I also hope that their parents just like eat shit honestly yeah the parents literally I think it was just a filler to explain why she can be running around literally all bumfuck nowhere um, yeah Without parental approval, because this was only like a what three hundred? Yeah, it's like a three hundred page book. So I I didn't think they want to. Fo- she didn't want to focus on the parents, but if they had parents, none of this shit would have been happening. They'll be like 
someone broke into our house no right now right now and it's it also lends itself to that complex she has about putting everyone first even though she's like i'm probably gonna end up in jail because we have points which i actually like that uh natalie took the time to point to this where her parents don't clean the house cleo cleans the house and yeah. it, it's because she went to Hope's house where they're a functioning family and it's cool. their house is clean. And it gave her this complex of like, well, my family doesn't look like that. So I'm going to do what I can to help emulate that mm-hmm. because it brings me comfort and it makes me feel normal in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, if the parents were around and actually actively present mentally and physically, mm-hmm. there's no way in hell that it would have gotten this far. Because oh. the head injury would not have been passed over as, oh, I fell. Because that's what she said and her parents believed her. Yeah. There's exactly. no way. Overall, I thought the book was a cute mystery. I like a book that gets straight into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like a slow burn sometimes. But sometimes for a 300-page book, I like to just get thrown right into the deep end. Being like, okay, ex-boyfriend died. She gets some serious note in the shower. That's literally happening on page 10. Yeah. So, like, I like that. Um, I haven't read any other of Natalie Richards' novels. I am going to be reading one soon. Um, overall, a good three and a half out of five. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I'd probably give it a three, though. Mm-hmm. If you like this and how straightforward and action-y it is, like everything's happening, there's a show that was made on Awesomeness TV it's for teenagers but it's called tagged and it has a very very okay. similar feel to this and it's actually really good like i was hoping for this book to be similar and it's similar enough that i'm like okay yes i can make the, the link but tagged mm-hmm. does a great job of executing the same general idea through social media platforms in the show yeah so but yeah three and a half out of five for me um it was cute it was a cute book yeah. All right. Well, next week we're both gonna read Grace Lane by Kristen Kishore. I'm looking forward to this one because I've had this on my bookshelf for a while now, and we both had two different covers for it because you got the newer one and I got the older one. I fucking hate the new cover. I'm not gonna. Lie I know. Yeah, <laughs> the older one is it. For all those who don't know, it's just a green like royalty kind of like cover with a girl holding like not even a girl, just a hand and a sword or a dagger. It looks pretty cool um yeah I remember starting it a long time ago and never finishing it like only two chapters in so I'm just gonna go back straight to that (laughs) and I'm excited um because this one and Shadow and Bone I was kind of like I mean I could see why someone likes it not my thing I'm hoping Graceling is the thing that kind of breaks that yeah yeah that little bit of a slump because coming off of Children and Blood and Bone the bar was set really high so yeah 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 but yeah all right guys we'll see you later all right Bye. Bye.